Welcome in to the DNVR Rockies podcast. I'm Patrick Lyons. I'm Susie Hunter. Patrick, a Monday show, and I'm here. Wow. What is that? This is such a weird week. This is. I mean, is Shohei Otani coming to Coors Field too? It couldn't possibly be. Couldn't possibly be. It's Did I mention be that I'm the- still so annoyed that I'm missing that later on this week? <laughs> Yeah. And um, oh, and Mike Trout's going to be there. I was talking with my wife this morning. I was like, oh, yeah, Mike Trout's going to be at the ballpark. And I don't barely even care. I'm, I'm just hyped up on that is, that is some Jersey um, disrespect right there. I, I mean, if anyone's going to say that about the uh, the Melville meteor, you know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> Melville's proudest uh, from Southern New Jersey, yes. Mike Trout. Yeah, we got we got a phone one today. Uh, we got Noah Yingling from MLB.com, formerly of Roxpile. Very excited to uh, hear from him. Yeah, he's a Ohio guy. He's moving on up. He's covering the Reds' uh, Rocky series, actually. Uh, I believe over the next three days, we'll be talking in, uh, with him here in the second segment. Of course, we'll have some fun in the third. Mm-hmm. But right now, we got to highlight some prospects of the week, and we have to start at the top. You talked about him a little bit on Friday. I feel like you gave him another bump. I think Did I you? might have given Michael Anthony Tolia <laughs> a little bump. But no, he has been crushing it down in AAA. Um, I think he had a grand slam over the weekend, too. Yeah. So, uh Michael, can you come back up here and do that for us? Because we do not have any Grand Slams. We need some Grand Slammers. We do need Grand Slammers. And clearly, Michael Tolley is proving himself as that. Bill Schmidt, you had all offseason to get a Grand Slammer. You didn't get one Grand Slammer yet. What's not going on? Not a single Grand Slammer. Come the on. absolute nerve. That's it. If you want to trade one of the veterans away, make sure you bring back a Grand Slammer. <laughs> That is your <laughs> modus operandi. Yeah, double, two homers this week for Tolia, five RBI. Here's the stat that I like. Batting average was, was down for a week, but again, kind of small sample size. But six strikeouts, five walks. That is a proper balance right there. Mm-hmm. Got to cut down on the strikeouts. Got to take those walks when they come. So Tolia did a nice job with that. Honorable mention to Aaron Schunk, who had 400 with four RBI this week. Cole Tucker, another week over 300. Like to see that. I would love to see Cole Tucker up here. For a lot of reasons. I, I think there's a I think there's a decent chance now yeah. how, how everything is going. He's not truly one of those young guys to help bridge to the next contender, but I think he deserves an opportunity, and, and we will see him at some point. Uh, lefty Ben Bramer, who they picked up off the scrap heap, was really good this week uh, <laughs> in, in close to seven innings pitch. Ty Block. Ty freaking Block has had some really good outings. And striking out a couple guys here in our six and five and a third. Uh, and Riley Pint, which you really love to see. Three innings pitch, didn't give up a run, only walked two. What's the opposite of only? So if he only walked two, he incredibly okay. struck out seven. That's great. I love I like those that. numbers. I love those numbers. Yeah. I love that for Riley Pint. Um, uh, yeah. Also, Ty Block like was out there for like three and a third innings the other day. Yeah. Like yeah. he's doing long reliever that things. Is some, that is some long reliever stuff right yeah. there. Yeah. He was starting for a while because they're just depth in the rotation in triple A. Yeah. Had taken a beating because a lot of guys were coming up to the Rockies. It's our fault. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. You can blame a little us. Bit, a little bit. Uh, you've got to give a lot of credit to Jack Blomgren, who only played six games last year. Finally is back in action uh, this month. A, uh, a fifth round pick in the 2020 MLB draft. He's the double a prospect of the week. Hit 353, uh, Homer, three RBI, two RBI, or rather three RBI, um, two stolen bases. It's really good to see him back in action after missing so much time. The strange thing is, despite the fact that you can say like, hey, this is his second year with the Yard Goats, he still hasn't played a game in Hartford yet. Are you? I don't think that's right. Because I was watching a game in Hartford when... um, uh 
Gabriel Hughes was starting, and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Jack Blomgren was in that game, and they yeah. were in Hartford. Yeah, he's he's been really good for them. I'm one of those up the middle guys. University of so Michigan. I don't understand how has he played no games at Dunkin' Donuts Park. I, we have to double check that one. No, I was I watched him play a Give game at Dunkin' Donuts Park. There you go. All right, yeah. then he has. That's awesome. Okay, I didn't know if I was misunderstanding something. Like, no, he's played at Dunkin' Donuts Park. Cool. Yeah. Uh, honorable mention to Grant Levine. Two homers, six RBI last week. Vladimir Restituyo doing the thing. Uh, two homers, five RBI. It's it's hard to really compile stats in a week, especially in the Eastern League right yeah, now. Yeah, I was going to say also Restituyo is, I'm pretty, I don't think um, Jeff Dooley, voice of the Yard Goats, picks favorites. But I think Restituyo might be his favorite. Yeah. He's been a sleeper. He's been a guy that... He really uh, has been. That's exactly what he is. He's a sleeper. He's finally coming to fruition here in his age Mm -hmm. 21 season. Hunter Goodman, uh, Homer, he struck out six times. He walked eight. And so kind of looks like a quiet, but walked more than any batter in the Eastern League. He really has nothing to prove. Eastern League pitchers are just kind of pitching around him. It's pretty much time for him to go up to AAA and, it's and contribute there. I it think it's time. It is time. On the pitching side, Andrew Cazada did it again. He's been the most consistent starter. Uh, I don't think he even started this week, but uh, he did have five innings uh, pitched, only gave up a hit, no runs. Really good performance from him. Case Williams got back on the bump for three uh, innings of, of one-run ball. And Evan Justice, a nice lefty reliever that uh, also, has been impressive this whole season. Such a good baseball name. It is, right? It kind of sounds like a superhero name. Yeah. Am I wrong? Evan Justice. Evan yeah, Justice. no, it does, actually. Yeah. DC or Marvel? I don't, I don't know the difference. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I said DC, but I, I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't know the difference. Um, uh, uh, James <laughs> in the chat, good to hear that there are minor league players playing better than the MLB team. Ha <laughs> ha. I mean, James, you, you make some, some points here. You, know, you, you make, make some, some points, points, but you know. Uh, in high A, we've got double A, Adel Amador doing the thing, 412 this week, a homer, four walks, only two strikeouts. You can't strike this guy out. He's another one of those players who's, you know, who's really almost ready for double A. And I, I was thinking about it this morning. I think I put it in the diehards only discord. The Rockies uh, have somewhat of a log jam right now at double a, you ha- almost have the older crop of players pre 2020 MLB draft. And then you've got those young guys who are really working their way quickly through the system. Uh, one of those players, of course, getting promoted to double a today, a word coming out from Kylie McDaniel of ESPN that Yankee L Fernandez was getting promoted. He had a nice week with Spokane, uh, did hit another Homer. And so now you've got Yankee L Fernandez and Zach Veen in that same outfield, which is pretty exciting. I, I gotta say good for Hartford. Sounds like, yeah, things are stacked, but yeah, log jam. Uh, side note, yeah. Mark in the chat. Justice is definitely a good pitcher name. Uh, think of That's like it, the yeah. think of like the puns you could do. Like Justice is served, and just like has a one two three inning. He's got, you know you, you got, I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm workshopping the material love here. It. You got to bring him in the game to face Aaron Judge, and I that's just Ooh. this matchup. That's a matchup right now. Will we see him by July? No, uh, but maybe. Well, also, I mean, what if? Um, well, Aaron Judge is he still hurt right now? He's on the IL. He's yeah. still on the IL. Hopefully, if, he'll be fine by the time uh, July rolls around. I, I was gonna say. Um, uh, I mean, Yankees love uh, sending their guys to Double A for rehab assignments because they get to play at nice facilities like Hartford if it's a, an away game for them. Great point. So we could see Justice versus Judge in a rehab assignment. Book, it's possible. Book a first class trip to Somerset, <laughs> New Jersey. Let's make it happen here. That's great. Zach Acosta doing a really nice job at 318 this past week. Two homers, six RBI. AJ Lewis, two homers. He also made a, you might have seen a, a nice highlight from the guys over at Blake Street Banter doing the thing there. Uh, 
He's a catcher, but he made a play at first base going over the railing. That was pretty impressive. Carson Palmquist, uh, another nice job. He's been he's been kind of right on the heels of Gabriel Hughes. I don't know if we'll get that promotion mm. just yet, but uh, he's been doing a nice job. And then in low A, Ryan Ritter, a fantastic job. Two doubles, a triple, a homer, five RBI, stolen base, about a 357 for the week. Skylar Messenger quietly putting together a really solid season with the low A Fresno Grizzlies. And then 19-year-old Andy Perez uh, from Cuba, a left-hand hitting shortstop you like to see those kind of guys was part of the january 2021 international signing group that also included diane george another uh cuban born shortstop brian betancourt uh, and Caleb Franzen, uh, yeah, last week, he was also an honorable mention. He had a really good start this week, going six innings, only giving up uh, one run. And, and props to, to Michael Prosecchi and Mason Green as well. Yeah. Guys on the farm are, uh, are, are playing incredibly well right now. So we- that's the hope. That's part of this, this is, hope and looking is, to the future. This is all we have. We have the hope. That's really, that's it. Well, we also have the bar here. We've got on the corner oh, of Colfax and York. We, we do have the bar, so we're still keeping hope alive and uh, keeping the vibes very immaculate, especially for all of our diehards who sign up at uh, the dnvr.com. Mm-hmm. Besides getting a free shirt each and every year, 20% off all the gear at dnvrlocker.com. You get 15% off your food and drink when you're down here at the bar. Access to that diehards-only Discord where we're talking about things where we w- maybe wouldn't normally talk about on Twitter, maybe because it's getting a little bit more involved. Um, there's nuance that you don't always get on Twitter. Yeah. And so we're having we're having those kind of conversations yeah. behind the closed door for the diehards only. Uh, 20% off all our all the takeovers uh, and tailgates. Already started talking with Spence about September when the Rockies and Broncos play at home the same weekend. Oh. That could be a fun little Denver double dip. A little a, a double dip. Okay. Denver double dip. What Love weekend that. is that? Uh, I think September 15th and 16th. Oh, okay. To pull a date completely right. out of the air, but I oh, think okay. that's correct. Uh, yeah, Giants, uh, Rockies Giants, and Broncos Commanders. That could be a fun one. Uh, if, <laughs> if, if you can't make it out to the games, and look, you just want to kind of create a DNVR bar kind of environment, well, then head down to uh, SaturdayNeon.com or head over to their website mm-hmm. because they've got massive and then also more reasonably sized neon signs these led neon signs uh, they've got them for 19 different you know colleges uh, all around the country auburn alabama of course they've got cu boulder csu rams uh you can get some amazing stuff high quality materials all orders over 200 dollars. you get free shipping and when you use promo code dnvr you're going to save 10 percent off over at saturdayneon.com uh, I was going to say, is that the uh, CU buff sign that we sometimes see in this room? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, that's a it's nice great. one. It's really nice. It's it's beautiful. It's well done. And it's, again, it's another one of those Colorado companies that we like partnering with. Is that where we got the Bacchus and Shanker neon sign? Oh, my. I don't know, actually. We need to research that go? one. We I'd actually need to, to research that. No. So so it's up for grabs? Dibs? Dibs. Not if I get it home first. Damn it. <laughs> um, look, are you going to take home some of the Breck Brew uh, Mountain Beach Sour today? You know I am. Oh, it, you know I am. We've been stocking our fridge with that now because it's kind of summer, so we're transitioning. You know, Avalanche Ale, if you want to keep those vibes alive for the Avs or the Mahai, mm. uh, Golden City Ale, like like you name it. Um, those are great. But let's transition to the summertime vibes with the, with the pineapple flavoring. Uh, so you see, I'm ready, for, I'm ready for a summer beer. Summer's just a couple yeah. of days away. And I need that. It's true. Yeah, I love the Mountain Beach Sour too. And if you're not like a sours person, like I feel like it's a good introduction 
to the sours genre. And Ian, you're sporting another Colorado local business that's made with 100% renewable energy right here in Colorado. Head to thebreckbrew.com for the Breck Brew locator to find out where you can get it near you anywhere in the country, anywhere. maybe even the continent, dare I say. Yeah. No, uh, I mean, I know whenever I'm on the road visiting family, I can always find some some Breck to bring over as like a... A hosting nice. gift. That's it. Yeah. A couple of those, a couple of the pennies that go into you purchasing that actually go back into your pocket, technically speaking. You know what? In a way. In a way. In a way, kind of. That's it. That's it. <laughs> okay, no, I like okay. that. All right. So the, the Rockies community is very curious about our next guest because with Rock's Pile kind of taking a break, it's starting to come back, but... Um, it's kind of an end of an era for them. You know, Purple Row has had some financial issues and the, the folks over there grinding away, doing their thing. You mm-hmm. know, we didn't really talk about um, the fact that Nick Grogue, unfortunately, was let go by The Athletic, a, a oh guy gosh. who, besides just being a fantastic writer, good person, you know, knows his histories, Colorado mm-hmm. native guy. Um, so there's been a lot of influx in the last year. It's just like a very turbulent industry in general. Yeah. That's always been the nature of sports journalism, but just with the nature of media changing so much so quickly all the time that's uh, you hate to see it though and you hate it when it's you know people that you know and it's a turbulent time in in this market for baseball people it really is yeah but thankfully our guy here noah yingling has latched on there he is there's the homie great to see you noah yingling of mlb.com that has a nice ring to it noah it does have a nice ring which i I don't, don't think, think about, about it as often as, as I probably should, should but, but it does have a nice ring to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and you're you're there in Ohio uh, covering a couple teams, but uh, I think you're right. You're you're going to be covering Reds Rockies for the next three days, covering America's team. I I can't remember the exact <laughs> if it was just kind of thrown out there in jest, but it's latched on the Cincinnati Reds, America's team, winners of eight in a row, three game sweep of the Houston Astros in Houston. They took two of three from the Dodgers to really get this streak going on. The last time they won eight games on the road was in 1999. And for only the second time in franchise history, they won eight games on a road trip of nine games or fewer. Happened back in 1964. A team that's been around forever. The original team, the first ever professional baseball team, the Cincinnati Red Stockings. They're America's team, aren't they, Noah? (laughs) I mean, pretty much every year they have opening day at home because MLB is recognized, hey, they're the first team, so we want them to have all their games, uh, all their opening days at home, if possible. There was one year, 30 years ago, where they had it rained out the entire first series, but otherwise they try to do that. But yeah, I mean, they they definitely have a young team that has definitely endeared some people. And part of it is because they're in a weaker division. As we all know, really both central divisions are not exactly the strongest divisions in the history of the sport, but for the Reds, they've got a lot of young guys like Ellie De La Cruz where, Oof. I mean, it's, it's just amazing. Some of the things that he did. And even, even before he stepped into the plate, he was hitting cleanup in his major league debut. It doesn't uh-huh. happen that often, especially when you're 21 years old. 
I mean, I if memory serves, I believe he's the second youngest player ever to make his debut in the cleanup spot for any team. And he was the first for the Reds in, I believe, 70 years. So it's not something that happens all the time. But with that youth, they are having, in fact, today, Joey Votto is going to be coming off the injured list. Of course, he's not part of the youth movement, considering he's <laughs> in his late 30s now. But he's been injured the past few years. And for the Reds, even though they're in a very hitter-friendly ballpark like the Rockies are with Coors Field, they don't have a great consistent offense where if he could even get to where he was in 2021, the Reds, they really could be a threat there in the Central. Yeah, right now, what, they're only half a game back of the Brewers. Yeah. So they're they're right there. They're uh, very close to the Dodgers even. So even if you just take them out of the division, you're like, hey, they're – they're a pretty good team. And yeah, there, there's been a lot of guys. And, and it's as you started off by saying, it's been the young guys in Ellie De La Cruz. We got to see Matt McLean's major league debut at, at Coors Field. And uh, he's been a, a great injection of life. But you talk about the return of Joey Votto, who you say like, ah, it's kind of the end of the road for him, similar to Charlie Blackman. And now he gets to come back with this team that's really exciting. They're winning ball games. They're coming back from the road. The question that we want to know, because we talked about it yesterday, can you confirm if Joey Votto was driving the bus literally for the Reds to Great American Ballpark? Because he's going to be doing it on the field now. I can neither confirm nor deny that. <laughs> but, I mean, like I said, if, if he can get anywhere close to where he was in 2021, I mean, that was his age 37 season, Oof. and he still hit 36 homers and had 99 RBI in 129 games. If he could get anywhere close to that for them, like I said, I mean, that, that's really a big pickup in the lineup. Yeah, that, that's, uh, that's a huge uh, one for them. You know, they've had good stories. A uh, guy in his major league debut, not batting in the middle of the lineup, but closing out a game, Ricky Karcher. Uh, it was, you know, he, they won in Kansas City, and C. Trent Rosecrans, Kirk Herbstreet's favorite Reds reporter, as we know, of course, <laughs> um, he said that the Reds' win there at Kauffman Stadium was probably the most uh, excited a team has been since the Giants closed out the 2014 World Series in Game 7. And it's like, again, that's the kind of juice that the Reds have right now as yeah. America's team. Yeah, and I mean, really, you've seen that not even just with the Reds. You've seen that a lot in baseball, really, where I I think part of it is the pitch timer, where it, since it's a little bit more condensed, the games. But, I mean... Even like with in Oakland, how they had the reverse boycott. I mean, people were saying, "Yeah, okay, there's only 27,000 people here, but this has been the most pumped up a game there has been in since the 2019 playoffs when they had the wild card game there. So, and with the Reds, you're seeing it a lot as well, where it it's amazing what happens when you have even just a stretch of, here in the last week for the Reds, where, hey, we won six in a row and the guys above us are not doing as well. So they, for example, the Pirates have lost six in a row. Um, so just with that little stretch there, the Reds have been able to jump up where 
they are America's team now of, hey, this team might actually have a shot. One, one of the guys that's been doing it that he wasn't really on the radar for me. I, I think he might have been in the back end of the top 100. We talked about this with Atlanta and all the guys that have been coming up and making an impact for uh, Atlanta from the 2020-21 draft. A uh, guy from the 2021 draft, Andrew Abbott. Three starts, has not given up an earned run. Unbelievable. And if memory serves, uh, I believe the Rockies will be facing him in the third game of the series, um, which that will be an interesting yeah. game for the Rockies, considering that it is, I believe, a 1235 Eastern start. So it's always weird having those games that are in the morning in the mountain time zone. Um, but yeah, for for the Rockies, that will be an interesting thing to see, essentially the the reds pitching staff that's the main concern for them is can their pitching staff a stay healthy and b can they be a little bit more consistent um the rockies are going to be avoiding their the reds best starter hunter green um mm -hmm. so for example tonight they have brandon williamson on the mound for the, uh, the reds are and he's got a 540 era ben lively is going to be going tomorrow he's been one of their better starters of late, but still his ERA is north of four. So that's the thing where with the Reds, their bullpen is pretty good, but they're starting pitching. It's, it's an area of concern for them. And particularly with trade deadline coming up here in the next six weeks or so, if the Reds, it looks like they're still going to be in contention by then. Do they address the rotation or do they think, hey, we've got enough here because, for example, Graham Ashcraft, he's on the injured list right now, but he started off the season very well. Very good. And then he had a few starts where he did not do very well. So his ERA jumped way high, and now he's on the injured list because he was hit by a comebacker a few weeks ago. But he's going to be returning here in the next week or so. Can he be that pitcher that he was in the first – month of the season yeah that's that's a big one and him like coming back is is like similar to joey Votto, where hey kind of had a trade deadline type of acquisition uh the the probable starters are going to be austin gomber today against brandon williamson who i believe he made his major league debut also at coors field that's uh last month uh, yeah. uh with the reds and that was only like the 10th time a team had ever thrown their debuting rookie out to the Wolves at Coors Field, <laughs> something like that. On Tuesday, as you said, Noah, Ben Lively, the right-hander for the Reds against Kyle Freeland. Andrew Abbott, that's the one. Can the Rock Rockies are, are known to break streaks. They did it last year with Zach Gallen, so I think they're going to end up scoring a run against Andrew Abbott. And the Rockies starter, we still don't know who it's going to be. Noah, Noah Davis? I mean, like we could guess Noah yeah. Davis, but officially we do not know yet. Yeah, that would be cool for him to yeah. start against his former team. And, you know, when you're, you're talking about adding a, a starting pitcher, Rockies have two of the Reds' former pitchers. Uh, Luis Sessa, who's not even on the 40-man right now. He just got straight-up DFA'd, and uh, he's been pitching pretty well uh, for Albuquerque. But Chase Anderson, uh, and that might be one where maybe they would, they would want that back. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see if the Reds actually add at the— at the trade deadline, it's crazy going into the season. You never would have had them on the list of teams. Oh, definitely not. Yeah, and they're above that. 500 right now in June. In this economy, it's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the thing with baseball where, I mean, 
if you would have asked me at the beginning of the year, I would have said, even opening day, I would have said, okay, it's pro- the playoff picture is probably going to be very similar to what it was last year. I can't say that right now because just even in the last three, four weeks, things have changed with whether it's with injuries or what have you. It's It very well could be much different where you see teams like the Reds involved. I mean, even with the Pirates with their six-game losing streak, they're still right in the thick of things in the Central. Most people probably wouldn't have thought they would have been there 70, 75 games into the season. Where, And, I mean, we, we were talking about Aaron Judge just a little bit before where uh, you guys were talking about it in the first segment. Yankees, if they don't have Aaron Judge, that's a huge issue for them. I mean, he could come back next week. He might be out for the next two months. We don't know. I think Jake Bowers is going to do a fine job, frankly, Noah. Um, (laughs) So so before we let you go here uh, and let you plug away, what is your prediction for the series? Uh, Do the Reds take two or three? Do they sweep? Will the the Rockies maybe just kind of catch them off their game a little bit, being back at home? I I don't think there's going to be a sweep, but as we all know, the Rockies do tend to struggle a bit on the road. Um, and the, the main thing I would be concerned about with the Rockies is the offense on the road. And I, the offense in general, as we all know, Ryan McMahon has really been their best bat. Of course, Nolan Jones has been great recently. Elias Diaz as well. But outside of that, you, you kind of get concerned about the Rockies lineup. And the Rockies have never, well, I shouldn't say never. In recent years, they've not been particularly great in Cincinnati. Um, So they could be catching them at the wrong time. But again, the Reds pitching staff, that's the area where I would be concerned the most. So, for example, if I was looking at betting odds, I would probably be looking at the overs because the Rockies, again, they've struggled a bit with the pitching staff. And the Reds as well. But uh, th- that's the thing where with the Rockies, maybe going into Cincinnati, maybe they could get some of their bats moving where, and they, and they can essentially keep it after the series as well. But um, just essentially trying to get closer to the, okay, we can see this player is going to break out and, Perhaps the young players, as we all know, the Rockies are starting to get a little bit more to the younger players. They're starting to pivot Mm -hmm. there. Um, Perhaps you can see some... Obviously, the Rockies are not going to be in postseason contention unless something very, very drastic happens. But at least going forward into next year, if you could see here in the next few weeks of, okay, this player is going to be part of our future plans. Yeah, Rockies don't have an Ellie De La Cruz that can immediately just inject this life and kind of change the complexity of of the the entire organization at the big league level. And, and Great American Ballpark is a great park to be hitting at on the road. So so maybe that will come to fruition, even if you know Ezekiel Tovar you know does miss a little bit of time, rightfully so, uh, on the paternity He's a list. Bit, yeah, <laughs> he is a little busy. No, go ahead and uh, plug away uh, where where folks can read your stuff. I know you're going to be covering this uh, series on MLB.com, right? Well, you will not see my name on MLB.com. You will, you will see stuff that I've edited on MLB.com. Got it. Um, Thomas Harding is off 
for the series, so it'll be Allie Kaler filling in for him oh, on Rockies.com. Nice. But everything that you see of hers and of John Faye's tonight filling in for Mark Sheldon on Reds.com will have run through my hands. There you go. Team effort. Love that. And at Noah Yingling on uh, Twitter as well, right? Which I don't check as often as I used to because <laughs> social media is just not good. It's terrible. <laughs> so, no, so no, what we're saying is we're glad to have brought you out of the cave so everyone in yeah. Rockies community knows you're doing all right. He's you're- still around. He's still out there. He's alive. He's working in baseball. Striving, yes. Thriving. Yes. And thriving. Thriving. <laughs> yes, but now you can go back into your cave. Yes, and that's... We, the three of us all know Kevin Henry very well, which I believe he's actually listening right now. Oh, he would never. We were actually just talking yesterday. We're like, gosh, we just hate Twitter. Just like, <laughs> oh, just avoid it. Don't even look at it. <laughs> it's a terrible place. It's this, a terrible place. This would be a great place to just segue to the end of the show with our Twitter stuff. But no, we, we've got more uh, baseball to talk about. Noah, thanks so much for joining us. Great seeing you, buddy. Thanks for having me. See ya. Um, oh. I, I, th- I think the bats will, I mean, they, they can't be any worse than they were at Atlanta. I mean, they were able to get something going. Mm-hmm. It's just that the pitching was, was so rough. It, it just can't be any worse in Cincinnati than it was in Atlanta, right? I, <laughs> knock on wood. I mean, no, I, but I don't think so. I think, again, like I was like, you know, mostly serious about like, let's pretend Atlanta did not exist because two just opposite ends of the spectrum. They made the Rockies look silly, um, but no other team is going to do that to that degree four games in a row. True, right. We, we talked about Atlanta as being this team that is, you know, tapped to go deep in the postseason mm-hmm. and is the best in the National League, at least right now. The Reds are playing like one of the best teams, but actually are they? You know, we'll have a slightly better idea. I'm not going to say if if they win two out of three against the Rockies or they even sweep. It's like, oh, the Reds have officially arrived mm. now that they've taken down the Reds. No, that won't be the deciding factor in the narrative of the Reds this season. Sometimes a deciding factor for me is hearing the word free. And you can actually bring your kids 12 and under to Infinity Park to watch American Raptors rugby for free. Everyone else, just $10 to get in there. Uh, it's, It's a rugby team of athletes learning the game of rugby. We even have a podcast, you know, uh, where Colton Strickler, DNVR Rugby, has these 101s where he'll kind of break down the, the sport for you a little bit while talking with coaches and players. But it's really cool to see these really great athletes who, for one reason or another, have just gravitated towards rugby and said, you know what, I'm going to put that other sport that I was really good at <laughs> and I was in the top one percentile of uh, to, to learn rugby. And, and it's such a beautiful location down there in Glendale. Mm-hmm. Um, and for free tickets for kids 12 and under and $10 to just be outdoors and go somewhere and see a professional sporting event, mm-hmm. that's kind of a rarity. So check that out over at AmericanRaptors.com. Yeah, these dudes are athletes. Like yeah. some of them are former baseball players, a lot of former football players, but just like, and like, Cool dudes too. Yeah, they're good guys. Yeah, you got did you, you got to meet them at our, yeah because we had, we had uh, right? before their season started or maybe at the start of their season we had like a meet and greet here at the DNVR bar so like the whole damn team was there and they were so much fun. Nice. Yeah, that is where you probably would have seen them wearing shady rays because I don't think you can wear <laughs> eyewear on the uh, gridiron. They probably still call it the pitch. I'm thinking rugby calls it the pitch, but you yeah. can wear it on the pitch while you're driving, walking down the street. Shady Rays, an independent sunglass company with over 200,000 of five-star reviews. Right now, you can buy one, and then you're going to get one for 
free or, and you can, or you can give it to someone else. We've, Kale, we've decided I'm the bow. Susie's the go. I'm going to buy and then she gets one for free. That's, That's kind so, of so generous of you. Thank you. Uh, that, Thank that, you, Patrick. Those are dynamics. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Power okay. dynamics. Maybe. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I don't it means. Know. Let's not break it down any further than that. Cause we're talking again about free, that really great word. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also get 15, uh, 50% off. If you go down to the park meadows mall, where if you buy two or more pairs of polarized shades, you get 50% off those. And they got the lost and broken replacement policy, My which is favorite. It's, companies that back up their product like that, the the broken part is them backing up their product. Mm-hmm. And then the lost part is them saying, we're backing you up because you might just happen to lose your shades and that sucks. They're going to get you a new pair. It's pretty great. Yes. they uh, That's already happened for me once where Ooh. I lost them and I got a new pair. So, so here they are. So it was kind of a bow go go. A little bit. You kind of got the two there for the price of none. Buy one, get one, get another one because you lost them. That's true. But that, that's the those are the benefits of going to shadyrays.com and using promo code DNVR for all that and more. Sounds good. It is good. Did you know that uh, Patrick Mahomes asked to trade Ellie De La Cruz a signed bat for one of his jerseys? Like that's who we're dealing with right now. I saw that. Um, I saw that they had interacted uh, recently. The two of them. You know what? I he's, love that. He's a baseball guy, Mahomes. He, well, of course, yeah. His dad was a an MLB player, so yeah, of course, he's a baseball guy. And he owns the Royals. <laughs> Not outright, but he owns part of. You it. know, he owns part of the Royals. Uh, but it's good to see. I love when uh, athletes see other talented young athletes and they link up. Yeah, it's cool. across sports, it's fun. Bringing it all together. Yeah, it's really fun. I'm I'm really hoping that. This week we get to see some of the Nuggets. Kale wouldn't maybe Kale would know this. Has uh, has Jokic officially gone back to Serbia? He's in Sombor. All right, so we will not be getting the Jokic Otani mashup. No. We were all hoping for, Mm-mm. but we could get the Ish Smith Reed Detmers mashup that no one was asking for. Oh, let's go. Okay. <laughs> Just Don't a big, pick, a, pick a random nugget and a random member of the angels. If we can't have Otani Jokic, you know, we might as well have Jeff Green and Giovanni Urshela. You know what I mean? Sure. Th- why not? These are combinations. These are combos. These are. <laughs> um, I am curious to see um, if, I guess, do you think the nuggets would do a thing like with the Stanley Cup where they have a day at the park? Yeah. Because I mean, it's different than should. the Stanley Cup, you know, like there's only one and it like does a whole media tour. It's yes, it's it's part of the whole thing. Yeah, right? it's it's part of everything. And they also, you know, when the abs came last year, that was a lot closer to the end of the Stanley Cup finals. And when that game was, mm-hmm. whereas here now we're. We're going to be a, over a week just from the parade Yeah, at that point That's on Friday. That's true. Yeah, so. it's already, I cannot believe it's already been a week since <clears throat> the Nuggets won the championship. That's it. It's already been a whole week. The chip. Our coworkers are so exhausted. And yet- <laughs> Everyone they, worked hard and play, played hard yeah. and did not sleep. Um, <laughs> and now everyone is still exhausted. We've got, they've got another book to write. I'm, are you going to tell them or, or I? That I? our Nuggets beat wrote a book. No, that they're gonna need to write another one. Oh, they need to get to started on that. <laughs> they need to get started on that. Yeah. Um. Uh, you know what? No, they need a break. They've worked so hard. Also, props to Kale for just being here to produce the Rockies on the verge of death. I'm good. No, he's good. He's good. Thanks, SBK. <laughs> Love it. 
What were we talking about? Are we doing a baseball podcast I or a Nuggets so. podcast? Yeah, we've got, yeah, I think you've got more baseball talk for us, don't you? Um, oh, do you want to play a game? Last. You want to play I some baseball games. Choice? Baseball games are my favorite type of games to be played. Okay. All right. Well, Patrick, we're, we're going to do Fielder's Choice, which is you know similar to a Would You Rather game. You're going to okay. pick one. You're going to pick the other. And I'm going to get them all right this time. They, there's There are no wrong answers. All right. This, so I like you're, that. you're in I a like great that. position. All right, Patrick, would you rather the Rockies moved to Salt Lake City or to Montreal? Oh, those are both really, well, that's awful for something like that to happen. Um, <laughs> wow. Starting it off on a rough note. Uh, what do I want to say about this? Well, you know, uh, Charlie Monfort did have a couple things to say. He's kind of rooting for Salt Lake City to get an expansion team and how, you know, SLC oh, came I out see that he said that. Yeah. He, yeah, he, uh, you got a couple of players with Jeremy Guthrie and, uh, mm-hmm. I forget who the other guy was from, uh, Salt Lake city coming out kind of a, a part of that. Like, Hey, we've got some players, but yeah, he said, you know, Salt Lake city's a, a, a decent market. So I could see that working Montreal. I mean, they do have mountains there. They do have the Royal mountains. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you wouldn't necessarily have to change them either way. It would be back breaking but at least in utah you could still see them and if you still had rocky's fandom it, it just wouldn't hurt as much mm-hmm. so I, I i guess i would rather they they went to to utah okay ah but then if they go to montreal now there's more of a void out here in the pioneer league range and now you could maybe get an expansion team yeah. at some point so if you're looking at it from that perspective, nah, I, I think I'd just rather Utah. Yeah. Let those, all the, all the Bryces and Bradens <laughs> and Bardens <laughs> and Beardens and all those weird names. All the weird names. Yeah. Um, James in the chat of the two, he'd pick Montreal. They deserve a franchise again. Sure. So James is like really seeing the big picture. I don't want them to have our franchise though. <laughs> That's the thing that I don't yeah. want. Yeah, oh man, either way it would be backbreaking. And again, would you rather just not see it? And it's in Montreal and you don't have to worry about it, you don't have to it's think not about in, it. It's like our market anymore. Yes, because you you're still gonna see some stuff going on with that. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna see all these Rockies players wearing jazz gear, which is also weird. At least, <laughs> you know, there's kind of the Rocky Mountains are like tangentially connected to Utah mm-hmm. in a way. I don't know if they officially are. I think they are. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Wasatch Mountains is, yeah, yeah, it's part of the Rocky Mountain Range, yeah. for sure. Okay. Uh, but I think Arizona doesn't have any part of the Rocky Mountains. That's what I'm thinking. We're going to have to do some uh, geography research yeah, we and al- we'll figure it out. We also learned that Kale knows more about Utah than Arizona Mountain Ranges. So that's a thing now. Yeah. He spent a lot of time in Utah. <laughs> it's not a knock. It's just a fact, right? Um, yeah, no, I, I Utah. Let's go. Let's okay. go to Utah. I think that's a good question. I like that. I All like right. That. Um, Does not include Arizona. Oh, there we go. So that's what I did. I flipped them in my head. Yeah, Wasatch Mountains are, are part of the Rocky Mountain mm-hmm. range. There's a hundred miler there. How about that? Okay, you would know. That's that. fun. You would know. Wouldn't that, that be fun doing a hundred miles in the Wasatch Mountains? No. 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 I don't think nope. that's for me. Uh, Patrick, would you rather the Monforts sell the team and relocate and immediately win a World Series? Oh. Or. Or. They, no, no. Or. I'll take the second option. <laughs> or the they hire all new front office staff but never win anything. The second one. Yeah. Like. <laughs> like. Well, you, they, you, just, they, you just said they moved, right? Yeah. Yeah, actually, it's all the first you one was. You would want to see. Okay, so let's say like they sell the team. This team moves next year. So all these guys that we know, 
True. And let's say they Ooh. moved to another location, they win a World Series immediately. You wouldn't want that for these dudes that you've been covering for years. Okay, you, all right, you know what? You really hit me. You, you got me there. Like, what, what do you, you have against right Chris button. Bryant? <laughs> hey, you, you push the right button. That's that's true. I, I would like you to see... You don't want Charlie Blackman to have a World Series ring? Come I would, on. I would like those guys to have a ring. You're right. I did not, I did not think of it from that perspective. Yes. Ooh, mm. still no. Okay. Still no, because it's more about... You would you would rather the owner, any owner of any team, get punished than the players get rewarded. Because the reward is nice, but the sometimes the punishment. And I'm not a big punishment guy. I'm a I'm a positive reinforcement kind of guy. That's what kind of teacher I was, given the positive okay. reinforcement. But still, Kale, am I missing something? Is it, I'm still gonna go. I'd rather them not win. What 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 would you do, Susie? What would you pick on that? I think... That's uh, a good one. I know, no, it hurts. Like, it's like a painful question. <laughs> I don't want to answer it. And there's going to be other guys, too, because if you're saying it's next year, it's not all going to be the same group mm. of guys. There's going to be people that we don't know yeah. that are coming in out of nowhere. The big Jacob deGrom trade. But, like, the dudes who are, like, still around and, like, signed for contracts would still be around. So, like, yeah. Rymac would get a ring. Sure. And, you know, B-Rod would get a ring. Zach Veen. Zach Veen could be getting a ring. Could be. I I like that storyline, but I don't like but the it, Utah at what cost? Rockies. At what yeah. cost? The SLC Rocks <laughs> winning a World Series next year. Ooh, nah. Sorry. I'll. You know what? If if one of the players, if Kyle comes up to me and says, "Bro, you don't want me to win a World Series," I would say. <laughs> Respectfully, no, not under those circumstances. Not under those circumstances. I, I would not. I would not. No, I, I, I'm sticking with the or. I didn't. I didn't need to hear, hear the second part at all. No, you can't move. Imagine if that happens for the <laughs> You're A's. Like so stressed out. But imagine if that happens for the A's, and it's like, oh, you know, Vegas. That's just where you go win a championship. But all like, of a sudden, it probably would. Woof. Like it probably. Like I could really reasonably see that happening. Ken Waldachuk. Winning a World Series. <laughs> Asteri Ruiz, Jace Peterson, the all-time Oakland Athletic greats from 2023. <laughs> Woof, that's a scenario. That, okay. That, how about this for a scenario? Fielder's choice. You, you just turn the heat up on this game. I this did. Is good. We're going to turn the heat down a little bit. Um, would you rather have Charlie Blackman's haircut or Nolan Jones's eyes? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, if I had his eyes are they in a jar <laughs> no i that's not what you meant that's not what you meant look i'm just maybe i'm too literal no i yes. don't I, I kind of remember now that you say that when we first talked to him his, he, he, they his, were the color of the um the green paint in the dugout oh that's right they were green you not know? blue yeah you're right they're you're like right. really light though they just like really popped in that dugout and a lot of that light faded from his eyes after he didn't play for the three days he was up <laughs> so that's why i probably haven't noticed it um no i mean and i kind of well i don't have charlie's haircut entirely it's no, no I'm, I'm talking like hair beard uh, the whole the whole look i i, I I'll go with the Charlie look. Okay, okay. Then the eye. I mean, I also have. I I like my eyes. Like I think I've got. Oh, okay. I've got a solid set <laughs> of eyeballs. <laughs> eyeballs. So mm -hmm. I I think I'd I'd rather do that. Yeah. Okay. I'd rather have his hair. Would you rather have? Which would you rather have? <laughs> I think I'd rather Minus have Nolan's beard. eyes. Minus the beard. <laughs> I'd rather have Nolan's eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Can can women pull off mullets? Yeah, they can. Not the Charlie style mullet though. I don't think. I've seen I've seen women with like different types of mullets. No, they definitely like are. Definitely mullets. here in Colorado too. Yeah, 
I think a shorter mullet looks better on a woman. No, I don't think any of them do. All right. Um, okay, Patrick, <laughs> would you rather have Charlie Blackman's whole hairstyle or Charlie Blackman's chin? Oh, wow. <laughs> so, so under the first under the first scenario, I've got his beard and his hairstyle and an amazing chin. But no one sees it. But no one sees it. Yeah. Not to say that his current chin is not amazing. It's just different. It's just different. It's very it's a very niche chin. He's got a BC, and that's fine. He's got a little little, little dimple. A little little butt chin. Oh. Is that what it is? Or is it a butt it, dimple? I, I call dimple it dimple chin. It's not a butt dimple. It's a chin dimple. <laughs> so it's a CD. He's got a CD situation going. Yeah. CB's got a CD, and that's okay. Sure. I. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I've never thought about chins that much. Mm-hmm. I, I again. I, I'm going to go back to. Can I? Is it Nolan Jones's eyes or? No, it's Charlie Blackman's, Blackman's hair chin? or Charlie Blackman's chin. <laughs> Trying to give myself a third option. I'm still going to go with that look, man. Okay. I'm still going to go with that. That. Right. Here's the thing. What does that look like with white hair? Like if you're old and you've got gray or silvering hair, with the the old Kentucky waterfall going on and with a beard, but it's like all white. Now oh. you look like crazy prospector. That's the thing. No, like if Charlie Blackman still has this hair when his hair starts to go gray years from now, um, that would be a wild look. I've I had a thought a few years ago that yeah. his his whole look, his his head was his baseball head, and that when he retires, he's gonna go away from that. Like this keeps him locked in the long hair, the beard, to grind, to like do weight training for an hour after a game. Yeah. A three and oh, a half hour game. He's an animal. He's an animal. Like yeah. that's part of him. And then when he's done, he's gonna I'm not gonna do that. But mm-hmm. a lot of fly fishermen kind of have that look. So it does like that's his vibe. That's so, his like a- yeah. off the field vibe too. So it might not be a total like transition to something different. It might be more subdued, but I don't think we see, you know, the 60th anniversary for the Rockies, by the way, will you still be covering the Rockies in 2053 for the 60th anniversary? Yeah. Okay, me too. Um, hopefully we have a third. We have more. It's still not just you and I for the next 30 I years. I hope we have another person. I hope there's someone else to bounce things off of. Um, <laughs> At least an intern, my God. Also, can our like jazzy scooters fit through these doorways? Because I don't know, our knees and hips are going to be kind of old at that point. We're going to need to, yeah. That being said, Charlie will not look like how Charlie looks now at that 60th anniversary. No, no. no. He'll definitely look different one way or another. Save this episode for 30 years. We're and if I'm wrong- have a planet 30 years from now. If I'm wrong in 30 years that Charlie still has the same look, I'll give you a million dollars. Because like a million dollars in like 30 years is worth like five bucks. So <laughs> a million bucks if I'm wrong. Boom. Legally binding. <laughs> or talk to my lawyers at Beggars and Shakers. They're, they're not taking that case. They're not. <laughs> they're, they're not, not actually. They're not. They're nope. Not. All right. I got one more for you. Would you rather have Joey Votto as your bus driver <laughs> or Joey Votto as your life coach? Whoa. Life coach. Yeah. I would life coach. <laughs> I think, I think. But I've... he would be so happy being the bus driver. That's his secret dream. You know what? You don't want Joey Votto to be his happiest self? Do you think someone like, I don't know, Post Malone gets his life advice from his bus driver? There are certain <laughs> there are certain musicians and artists that probably look to their bus drivers as great fonts of wisdom. Yeah. Like, oh, my bus driver, quite sagacious. Not the pirates. They don't do that, but... 
no, no. don't make eye contact with that guy. <laughs> Do not. No, yeah, I, 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 yeah, he's very calm. He's subdued. I feel like he's got a lot of really good wisdom, despite the fact that, you know, he did uh, hit a line drive into Aaron Cook's ankle, which. He talks about that. You got to go over to the DNVR Sports Channel on YouTube, which is where we are right now. He yes, talks about that's where we live. That's where we live. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, no, I, life coach. Okay, that's a good answer. I think so. Yeah. But then again, if he's your bus driver, <laughs> what do you got to be doing that you need a bus driver? Uh, I have a oh. party bus. Okay. Obviously. Do, do you do tours? Like, are you giving tours of the city? Are you up in front of the bus, giving like speeches and telling on your right? Are you doing that? No, no, no. Uh, you Under know the what? Oh, I could. That would actually saying. be really fun. You know, I mean, I was just thinking he'd be great a great bus driver for our DNVR Rockies takeovers. Ooh, we're, we're talking about it. I got to go talk with Spence right I know, now. You got to figure it out. About doing that. I tell you what, this Fielder's Choice game, if we wanted to, this could be its own 30 minute <laughs> podcast where we hit it from every angle and you're like, Oh, you're right. I'm obviously a rock star. Joey Votto is my bus driver. <laughs> I'm rocking out at night during the day. He's telling amazing baseball stories. All of a sudden, you want to, you might want to change your pick. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm glad you are here to think about things from all angles. This has been amazing. <laughs> you close the laptops. As you can see, we are closing the show. At DNVR underscore Rockies <laughs> on Twitter. At D at Patrick D Lyons. <laughs> the D stands for DNVR. At Patrick D Lyons <laughs> on Twitter for me. Uh, you can find me at the Susie Hunter on Twitter, on Instagram, on pretty much every platform. This has been momentous. Mm -hmm. This is going to be a momentous week. We're we're just changing everything up. It's a, in it's, so many ways. I'm not going to call it messy. Yeah, it's just different. It's just different. It's just different. Yeah, no, no, no. We got, we got to change it up. Mm -hmm. You know what? The Rockies need to maybe make some moves in the starting rotation. We're going to move some things in our podcast. Mm -hmm. Maybe that inspires them. That's what we try to be is inspirational. We just want to inspire the Colorado Rockies. Bill, we know you're watching. Bill. Let's tweak up this rotation here just a little <laughs> bit. Bill, come on, Bill. Bill, come on. Bill, uh, but it's been wonderful. It's been great. But you know what they say about momentum. What? Do they say? It's only as good as your next show, which is to say it's going to be pretty great because it's a Tuesday, Tuesday. It is. Tuesdays are Tuesdays. Uh, one o'clock on the DNVR Sports YouTube channel. We'll be live. Live on YouTube.